Perak Yud Gimel Mishnah Zayin. We should discuss another case which involves kind of rabbinic marriage we've been discussing, where that could be ended through Mion. The Mishnah's case is as follows. We have Shnei Achin Nesuin Shnei Achios Yisomos Ketanos. Two brothers, it's Yeruvain and Shimon, were married to sisters, it's Yeruvain to Rachel, Shimon to Leah. And Rachel and Leah were minors, and let's say there's no father in the picture, so that these two marriages were only valid on the rabbinic level. One of these brothers, one of the husbands, died without any children. So let's say, for example, Ruvain passed away without any children. The Mishnah rules that although normally this type of event would generate the rabbinic mitzvah of Yibam, so they were rabbinically married, he died without children, left a widow, and there's a surviving brother, but here, Allah is, Mishum Ruvain's widow, Rachel, simply can go out and marry somebody else without requiring the benefit of Yibam Rachalitza. In fact, marriage between Rachel and Shimon would be forbidden since Rachel is Shimon's rabbinic achosisha. She is the sister of Shimon's rabbinic wife. And so when there is you know, potential, you have the basic ingredients for rabbinic mitzvibam. But if that's in conflict with a rabbinic prohibition of achosisha, the result is the same as we rule in the case where everything was biblical. And that is, as we learned in the beginning of the Masechta, that if Yavam, who is Erva, falls to the Yavam, then there's no mitzvah Yimra Chalitz at all. So Teitze, Rachel simply goes out, she doesn't need Yimra Chalitz, she can marry somebody else. The Mishnah states, Fechein Shtei Chershos, another illustration of this ruling would apply if Rachel and Leah were not minors, but both deaf-mute. Allah is that the marriage of a deaf-mute is only recognized on the rabbinic level. Allah would be the same in this case, as once again, if Ruben died without any children, then there'd be no yibum between Shimon and Rachel. For Rachel, once again, is Shimon's rabbinic achos isha. She's the sister of Shimon's rabbinic wife. So it's simply another example where you could have these two marriages of these brothers to sisters would be rabbinic. And once again, the point is that a rabbinic mitzvah yibum is going to be rejected or knocked out by a conflicting rabbinic error prohibition of achos isha. The mission now discusses the following case. Let's say again, the same basic setup. Ruvin and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah's sisters, respectively. Here, Gedola Uketana, one of the sisters that say Rachel was an adult, so her marriage to Ruvain was biblical. The other sister, Leah, was a minor. So her marriage to Shimon was only valid on the rabbinic level. The Misha states, so first of all, Mezbalash Uketana, let's say Shimon died without any children. Well, in that case, the Allah is clear, and that is, Shimon's widow Leah will not have any mitzvah yibam with Ruvain, because Leah is Ruvain's biblical achosisha. Ruvain is biblically married to his wife Rachel, which makes Leah Ruvain's biblical achosisha. She's biblically forbidden to him, she's heir with him, so clearly there's no yibam between Ruvain and Leah in this case. The Mishnah then considers, so what would be the halacha? If meiz if the husband of the adult sister, Ruben, in our example, he died without any children. So this case gets interesting. Here we have this adult, Rachel, falls for even consideration to Shimon, who currently, again, is only rabbinically married to his minor wife, Leah. So what is Rachel's status vis-a-vis Shimon? Well, we can't exactly allow Yibam as things currently stand, because 
Rachel is Shimon's rabbinic achosisha. She is the sister of Shimon's rabbinic wife. So that's obviously a rabbinic prohibition. On the other hand, being that the marriage of the Mace brother, Ruvain, and Rachel was biblical, it means that upon Ruvain's death, without any children, that generated a biblical mitzvah What happens if a biblical mitzvah is in conflict with a rabbinic prohibition? Certainly in that case, the prohibition does not knock out the mitzvah. The mitzvah remains outstanding. So how do the parties proceed in this case? The Mishnah presents a three-way dispute on this question. First opinion is, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Eliezer says the correct course of action here is to encourage Shimon's current rabbinic wife, Leah, to exercise her right of Mia, to formally refuse Shimon and thereby end their rabbinic marriage. For as we learned previously, when the rabbinic marriage ends by her performing Mian, it's not merely that from now on they're not married anymore. It's as if they were never married. So by having Leah perform Mian, then it's as if Shimon was never married to Leah. Then the whole problem that the Shimon can't do Yim with Rachel because she is the sister of his rabbinic wife is not relevant anymore. It's not true, no. For upon Leah's Mian, it's as if Leah was never Shimon's wife. And so that would clear the way for Shimon to perform Yibam with Ruvain's widow, Rachel, thereby fulfill that you know, biblical mitzvah Yibam that applies. And Eliezer clearly implies that it's not an option to simply allow Shimon to remain married to his current wife, and we'll see how that would eventually affect the Yibam issue. Rather, Eliezer implies that given everything that happened here, it would be forbidden for Shimon to remain married to Leah. And the reason for that is that Eliezer agrees with the halacha we learned in Perak Bey's Mishnah Zayin, called Achos Hukukasa. It is that, since, as mentioned, the biblical mitzvah between Shimon and Rachel does apply here, it takes hold, there's a zika, a yibam bond between Shimon and Rachel, this fact makes Leah Shimon's Achos Hukukasa, that is, the sister of a woman with whom he has a real kind of bond with, which bond a yibam bond. That yibam bond itself is rabbinically considered a marriage. So we started out talking about a rabbinic prohibition between Shimon and Rachel, the fact that Rachel is the sister of Shimon's rabbinic wife, Leah. But as it turns out, because of the yibam zika bond, Rachel is Shimon's rabbinic wife too which means that her sister Leah is rabbinically forbidden to him. So both these women are forbidden to Shimon before Leah takes any action. So the way out of this, Rabbi Ezra says, is we have Leah perform Mian, and that retroactively uproots Shimon's marriage to Leah and clears the way for Shimon to consummate the Yibam with Rachel. However, Rabbi Gamliel Omer, Gamliel says, If Leah ends up making that decision to refuse her marriage to Shimon, then that would be fine. That would be okay. And certainly if Leah did that, Shimon, as explained, would be able to proceed with a Yibam with Rachel. Rabbi Gamil says we don't specifically push this course of action. There's another viable option here, and that is Tamten Achetagdil. We would simply permit Shimon to remain married to Leah, who's right now his rabbinic wife because she's a minor and she wasn't married to him by her father, and they could stay married until Leah becomes an adult at which point their marriage would become valid on the biblical level. And as a result, Rachel would then go out, be totally exempt from Yim from Shimon, 
because at that point she would be Shimon's biblical Achos Isha. She's the sister of Shimon's now biblical wife Leah. And of course, when that is the status, she's totally exempt from Yibam. So that is another perfectly valid way of approaching this, says Rabbi Gamliel. So we see that Rabbi Gamliel holds that Ein Zika. He rejects the notion of saying that the very fact that there's a mitzvah Yibam between these two people, Shimon and Rachel, makes them like rabbinically married. Rabbi Gamliel says there's no such thing. And therefore, the fact that Rachel fell in Yibam to Shimon doesn't create a rabbinic prohibition between Shimon and his current wife, Leah. So they could remain married, and essentially the situation would self-correct in that, again, once Leah becomes an adult and her marriage to Shimon becomes biblical, and that would dissolve the even bond between Shimon and Rachel. She'd be free to go and marry somebody else. The mission presents a third opinion. that is Rabbi Yeshua Omer. Yeshua laments, Elo al-ishto ve'ilo al-eshesachif. Woe to this yavim, to Shimon, over his own wife and over his yavama, meaning woe to Shimon, because Rabbi Yeshua says there's no way for Shimon to permissibly remain married to either of them. Because in Rabbi Yeshua's opinion, we discourage the option of Mia. It's not something that we want to, you know, in the first place, rely on. So we cannot counsel Leah to go and perform Mia with Shimon to allow Yibam between Shimon and Rachel. In addition, Rabbi Yeshua agrees with Rabbi Liezer with his idea of Achazikukaso, that Yehzika, meaning that there is a problem also, with Shimon remaining married to Leah, for an account of the Zika bond between Shimon and Rachel, Shimon and Rachel are also considered rabbinically married, therefore, Rachel's sister Leah is forbidden now to Shimon. And since, again, we can't get out of this by having Leah do Mian, the result is, Our only choice is that Shimon will have to divorce his current rabbinic wife Leah with a get, and he will have to also release Rachel through Chalitza. For once again, since Mion is not an option here, Shimon instead ended the marriage to Leah through Get, well that means that on the rabbinic level, Rachel permanently became Shimon's Achosisha. Of course, the halacha is that if a man divorces his wife, he remains forbidden to her sister. So that's the case here, again on the rabbinic level, that Rachel remains Shimon's Achosisha, so Yibam cannot proceed between Shimon and Rachel. They can't actually get married. At the same time, since the mitzvah of Yibam, the zika between Shimon and Rachel is biblical, Rachel doesn't actually go free to be able to marry somebody else until she first performs chalitza with Shimon. At the same time, the chalitza between Shimon and Rachel will not clear the path to permit Shimon to remain married to Leah. Whether Leah would remain forbidden to Shimon, it's just under a different name. Previously, the name was Achos Ikukoso. Now the name is Achos Chalutzoso. There's also rabbinic prohibition for a man to marry the close relative of a woman with whom he performed Chalitza. So that's why there's no way out of this. And the end result is that Shimon will not be able to remain married to either sister.